Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way and Happy New Year. And yes, you heard that podcast title right, a new year and a new name. The pod just underwent some rebranding and I'm super excited about the direction we are headed together this year. Pursuing Goals God's Way is a place where we will clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. So if you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. I bet you are ready with a list of goals for your year. I bet you're excited to get started. And I bet your motivation is at an all-time high. This is normal when we start something new. New ideas bring about fresh excitement and engagement. But once all that excitement wears off and things get hard or they get real, it's easy to set aside that list of goals for next year. But I don't want you to do this. I want you to be able to take at least one of your goals on that list of paper and to do something with it this year. I want you to start and finish the race. That's why I'm letting you in on seven tips to making your goals a reality. If you know me by now, simple is my middle name, or I want it to be. So these secrets really aren't secrets, and they are really simple. They're easy to do, but they're also easy not to do. But I am convinced if you stick with them and create a habit for each of these, you can cross that finish line strong this year. But before we dive in, I want to tell you about a couple things. I have a checklist you can download to keep you on track with these habits, and you can find it in the show notes. It's the 10 ingredients to crushing your goals. Today, we're talking about seven goal-setting hacks, but this checklist is complementary to this. The other thing I want to let you know is that my coaching packages are on sale for 20% off. You can snag a one-time unstuck session with me or a three-month package for 20% off the regular pricing. This is a huge discount, so take advantage of it if you want some help creating your action plan for the year. If you have that nagging feeling in your spirit that you want to finish a goal that may seem a bit scary or out there, now's the time to book a call. I can help you clarify your goal and break it down into bite-sized chunks so it no longer needs to feel scary and you'll feel the results as you go along. We will work and create that intentional purpose plan together. Head to redhotmindset.com forward slash coaching to book a session with me and use code COACH20 to save 20%. Again, that's redhotmindset.com forward slash coaching and code COACH20. All right, let's get into the seven tips for goal setting. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. 
It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. I can't tell you how excited I am about this year and this podcast. It is like It's taken me a few years to figure out where we're going, but I finally feel like I have the clarity and God is giving me the direction in where he wants to take this podcast. And so if you notice, there's a new introduction, um, there's a new description, it's still the same. We're still talking about goals and we're talking about goals God's way, but I want to help you turn your passions and purpose into a business. I want to help you to de- to see that you can make an impact and an income at the same time. And a lot of times, you know, we get into this point where we're in a new season and our kids are getting a little bit older, they're getting independent, and we kind of feel like this nag of maybe I need to do something more or maybe I need to go back to work or whatever it is. Well, I want you to be able to do something you're passionate about. I want you to be able to do something that can make an impact. I want you to be able to do something that is God-directed too. So that's where we're headed with this, and I'm really, really excited about it. Okay, enough about that. Enough about that. We'll talk about it a little bit more, I'm sure. But I want to talk about the tips that I have for you for goal setting in 2023. How can you make this your best year yet? All right, tip number one, write down your goals. Again, I told you it's all simple things. It's very simple. So you can do that right now. Take out a piece of paper, take out your phone app, whatever it is, you know, the notes app on your phone, whatever it is, but write down what you want to do. If you don't make goals, then you have nothing to work toward. And you could continue spinning your wheels year after year. So when you write them down, they become in front of you. Like they're literally in front of you and you can see them. If you don't write them down, they'll be out of sight and out of mind. It's a lot harder to work towards something that you don't see. So here's my tip. Write it down and then post it somewhere you can see it as a daily reminder of what you're working toward. This will help you to take the action toward it. It will help you to keep excited about it. So what kinds of goals could you have? I mean, it could be anything. There are so many different options. Maybe it's to read a book a month. Maybe it's to start a Bible study. Maybe it is to start that online business. Maybe it's to uh, add some volunteer work to help out in Sunday school. So many different things you could plan. Um, It doesn't have to be a huge goal. Maybe you have a goal to run a marathon or to run a 5K or do kind of a a bike race. You know, there's so much, so much to do. Um, Health goals, business goals, personal development goals, spiritual growth goals, but write it down. Number two, clarify a meaningful why for yourself. I want you to think about what that deep-rooted reason is for doing what you're doing. I know we talk about this a lot, but have you done it yet? Have you really dove deep to think, Why do I want to hit this goal? What is it going to do? How is it going to change my life? What's the reasoning behind it? I know I've talked about the fact that a lot of the reasons why I set goals and try and hit them is because I want to be an example for my kids. But selfishly, I also want to just do something for me. I want to feel like I'm making an impact in some way outside of my home bubble. I feel like I make an impact in my home, but I want to do something more too. So what is it about your goal that's 
what is the why? What is that deep-rooted reason that's going to keep you going? Because that's what's going to motivate you to actually put in the work. So let's see. You know, one of the reasons that I wanted to qualify for the Boston Marathon was because I really wanted to see if I could do something hard. Uh, Sometimes I like to take the easy way out. (laughs) Like, I want to be comfortable. But I just felt this urge that I wanted to see if I could do something hard. Because if I knew if I could do that, then I could maybe possibly write that book that I've been wanting to write. Because that was a deep, that was a goal I've had for a really long time. So what is that why? Number three, create a plan with actionable steps. Maybe you've heard it said, a goal is just a wish without a plan to back it up. (laughs) It's so true though, isn't it? You can have a goal, but if you don't know how you're going to get there, you're not going to get there. Just like if you're driving in a car and you don't have your GPS on or you don't have a map in front of you to get somewhere you've never been, you're not going to get there, right? So what you need to do is determine some stepping stone tasks or projects that you need to implement in order to hit those goals. Because when you can hit smaller goals along the way, it's just more motivating, So like when I was talking about in the beginning how my coaching packages are on sale for 20% off, this is something that I do with my clients. I help them to see, okay, here's the big overarching goal, but how am I going to get there? And we create that roadmap together and we create these smaller goals and the things that they need to implement each day in order to get there. So for example, let's say that uh, you have a coaching business and you want to gain 10 new clients this year. Well, then you create a goal that is based on what you can control. You need to make sure that those goals are things you can control because otherwise, how are you going to, I mean, you don't know if you're going to hit it, right? So if you want 10 new clients, how much outreach or marketing do you need to do? Do you need to talk to 100 people? Break it down a little bit more. So say you have to talk to about 100 people in order to get those 10 clients. So how about reaching out to 10 to 20 people a month, knowing that you're most likely going to find one new client out of that. Because then by the end of the year, you should have at least 10 new clients. Do you see that? Do you see the difference in setting a goal that you can control, which is you can't control if you're going to hit 10 new clients, but you can control how many people you reach out to and talk to about coaching. So make your goals actionable and things that are in your control, but make sure you create a plan around it. Number four, find an accountability partner. Do you got a friend who has goals too? (laughs) Or do you just have a friend who is willing to support you or a family member or someone that you trust? What I want you to do is I want you to reach out to somebody. Do it this week and say, hey, here's my goal. Would you be willing to hold me accountable to this? Would you be willing to have a Voxer chat. Voxer's like a voice messaging app. I love it. Um, Or a text thread or something where each week we can share um, what my intentions are for the week and then at the end what I accomplished. Do you want to do that together? Do you have a goal? And here's what I want you to do with this accountability partner. There's three things. I want you to talk about what your intentions are for the week. So what goals do you have for that week? Number two, what you accomplished that week, so at the end of the week. And even number three, I want you to talk about the challenges you had to overcome. So was there anything that kind of got in your way or places that you felt stuck? 
because maybe you can kind of mastermind together and get over that hump for the next week. But if you do this as a weekly thing, whether it's a text or an email or a Voxer or whatever it is that you want to do, um, then it will help you stay motivated because it's almost like you're answering to someone else, even though you're not really, but mentally you are. So that's a way to have an accountability partner. Here's another way. Join a networking group or an in-person group. Like it could be a networking group that's in-person or it could be online. Somewhere that you can find that accountability and support and encouragement as you continue toward your goals. A great place to come is our um, Simplicity and Motherhood Facebook group. It's free and we talk about these things and it's a great place to get that support and encouragement. So that is what I want you to do. Number four is to find an accountability partner. This is going to help you when you're setting goals. Number five, set a weekly check-in with yourself for your goals. Okay. So here's what I want you to do in this weekly check-in. I want you to assess what you got done that week. Did you meet any of your goals that you had? Did anything distract you from your goals? What could you do differently next week to get back on track if you got off track or to make additional progress toward your goals? So I want you to answer some of those questions with yourself. See, kind of give yourself a little gradings, you know, a grading scale. Like, I did great this last week. Or, oh, I kind of fell off, but I can get back on track, right? Um, so set a weekly check-in for yourself. Number six, I want you to hold a quarterly meeting with yourself this year to gauge the progress that you've made and adjust as you need to. So this is really similar to your weekly check-ins. It's assessing what you got done in that quarter. So did you hit your goals for that quarter? Did anything distract you from those goals? Did life circumstances take you off track? What do you need to do differently in this next quarter to get back on track or to hit your goals? Or maybe you don't have to do anything differently. You just keep doing what you're doing because you're doing amazing, right? But you want to check in with yourself quarterly. And also, do you need to change your expectations? Maybe it isn't going like planned because something did happen. Because here's the other thing is God didn't promise us a life, a carefree life. Troubles and trials are going to come. And if they are coming and hitting you hard, then maybe we need to change those expectations a little bit or change the goal slightly so that you can still feel motivated to stay on track. Because one thing that happens is when we feel like we're too far away, then we will quit because it doesn't look like it's going to happen anyway. I don't want that for you. So make sure to hold this quarterly meeting and to adjust as you need. Adjust those expectations, adjust the goal, whatever you need to do. All right, number seven, this plays off of that. Remember, flexibility is key. There's an old proverb and it says, blessed are the flexible for they will never be bent out of shape. I used to have that on my refrigerator because I was the least flexible person physically <laughs> and just because I just needed to have control over everything and I didn't want my plans to be thwarted. But in order to make your goals work and for goal setting to be easier in 2023, you need to be flexible knowing that our plans are probably not going to work out like we wanted, right? And so what gets us to our goal is probably going to be plan F or Z, right? It's not going to be plan A, most likely. Um, and so be flexible. Having and implementing a plan is one thing. But usually, like I said, it doesn't come together exactly how you map it out. 
It's great if it does. Sometimes they do, especially if it's a short-term goal, right? But usually it doesn't come together that way. So we need to be okay with the bumps in the roads. We need to pivot when we need to. Uh, We need to be listening to that still small voice and being obedient to God's direction too. So if he tells us to change what we're doing, we change what we're doing. So blessed are the flexible for they will never be bent out of shape. If you need to write that down and put it on your fridge or in your bathroom mirror, do it because it has helped me immensely as I'm not a flexible person. So that is that. Those are the seven tips I have for you in goal setting this year. Really not just in setting your goals, like writing them down in a piece of paper, but to actually kind of implement it and get into the habit of going after those goals. So let's recap. Number one, write down your goals. Number two, clarify a meaningful why for yourself. Number three, create a plan with actionable steps. Number four, find an accountability partner. Number five, set a weekly check-in with yourself for your goals. Number six, hold a quarterly meeting with yourself to gauge progress and adjust as needed. And number seven, remember, flexibility is key. I'm super excited for you as you get into 2023. I would love to hear what your goals are. So come hang out with me in Simplicity and Motherhood. You can find it on Facebook. There's a link in the show notes. And I want to hear about it. Tell me what your goals are. Write them down. And then also, don't forget to download that checklist that you can have right in front of you as well and or take advantage of the 20% off sale I have for my coaching if you really want to dive into how to implement those goals, how to find clarity, how to set a plan, and we can map out your intentional purpose plan for the year. And I would love to come alongside you and coach you in it. So with that, happy goal setting, happy 2023, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go, though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.